0: Welcome to the solo episode every other week. I want to have some real talk with you guys here. I absolutely love podcasting and these solo shows. I feel like anyone that comes to actually listen to me talk for 30 minutes must be like my soulmates. Thank you so much guys for being here. For those that don't know uh, what I'm doing here on this podcast, I interview a lot of non-technical leaders around the world and I actually might pivot a little bit Around this podcast very soon, but every other week I hop on here and share a lot about my own insights and my own experiences because my Instagram and LinkedIn community have found it a lot more relatable. So you can always add me on Instagram and LinkedIn. On Instagram, it's at IVXFine and LinkedIn is Ivy shoe. And you can probably find me with Ivyshoe.co as well. So I'm doing what I'm doing now, talking and thinking about career development, because I truly think most of the advice out there is still really broken. I love thinking up frameworks and principles that could guide just about everyone in their career decisions. You'll notice that at the end of every episode that is an interview, I ask my guests what is the one most important piece of advice that they've gotten in their career and also what book has influenced them the most because I'm always searching for more guiding principles to guide my own career growth. I've launched a group coaching program called Break into Tech Intensive. It's an entry level group coaching program helping non-technicals break into tech or relatively junior non-technical professionals already in the tech industry level up. And I love working with this group because I truly relate. I believe that non-technicals who want to transition to or stick to the tech industry are very career ambitious and impact hungry. Those are the people that I want to serve and and the program is now open. You can register for the free masterclass, which actually goes over the entire methodology. And whether you join my program or not, you'll at least get the methodology and the step-by-step process on this like new age of job search and all these creative ways that you can take. And I'll talk about that more today. But sign up for the masterclass at www.ivyshoe.co/masterclass. All this job search, it's just a start for me. I want to help non-technicals make an impact in the tech industry, grow their career strategically, and open up more opportunities for themselves. Getting a foot into the industry is really just a start. So today, I'm here to share with you two frameworks that have helped me structure my thinking on how to grow and get ahead in my career and achieve more in less time. So after pretty much spending the last year traveling the world, interviewing tech leaders, thinking about my own career development, I believe that anyone can grow their career in four ways. Now you can do more than one of the four at, the, at one time, What I mean is if you're at a place where you don't know where you want to go, yet you're ambitious, impact hungry, and just want more out of your career because you're bursting with energy and inspiration but can't find an outlet, you can use this framework. The four ways to grow your career is through entrepreneurship, intrapreneurship, going global and building a personal brand. Let's start with entrepreneurship. It's all about starting something of your own. You have more control over your results and your destiny. Every entrepreneurial journey is both a professional and personal development journey. How do you decide what to work on? How do you prioritize what to work on? What do you delegate? Do you raise money? What channels of distribution do you choose? Who do you bring on as co-founders or your first employee? How do you manage relationships internally and externally? There are so many career-altering decisions to be made here when you're an entrepreneur. I've always believed that the more meaningful result-altering decisions you have to think through and make, the more you can grow. The more accountability you take on for the decisions you make, and as an entrepreneur, you Take all the decisions and all the responsibilities, so the more you will learn. Whether you are an entrepreneur or not, you can start forcing yourself to make result-altering decisions by putting your own name on the line. Think entrepreneurially within the company. This will allow you to take credit when things go well and bear the brunt of the failure when things go badly. When you're doing that not as an entrepreneur but working for an organization, that is entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurship is another way that you can grow it focuses on roles of impact while working for an organization that is not your own and of course you can do both entrepreneurship and entrepreneurship. for example you can be an employee at an organization with a side hustle even being an entrepreneur helping a company scale taking advantage of a company's resources in in order to impact more people at scale is definitely not something that is any less than being able to start something on your own. The third way that you can grow is by expanding your horizons by working abroad. Future companies will be global from the start. Building a skill set in a different market Being able to grow your network and influence in different regions will become a really, really valuable skill set and is worth investing in. Working abroad will give you exposure to different cultures, problems, and opportunities, allowing you to perhaps be the bridge between multiple cultures. Again, you can be working abroad as an entrepreneur or entrepreneur or do all three. Finally, there's personal branding. The fact that everyone needs a personal brand is quite a new concept. When you're an entrepreneur, you do have to spend a lot of time cultivating your brand identity on social media in order to reach new audiences. It builds trust. We are seeing a lot of companies now requiring senior executives to have their own personal brand following, something that will help bring in new clients or exposure for the company. But with serious issues like war, hunger, and inequities in education, you may start to feel like branding is just a vanity project. But you need to know that so long as you are clear on what your message stands for, building your platform and following isn't egotistical, it's just work. All brands, including your personal brand and businesses, offer a solution to a problem in their corner of the universe. That is why you need to understand your overall message and why it's important that you speak your truth to a wider audience. You just need to focus on what you are providing. For example, I know dentists whose personal brand revolves around helping patients cut sugar, analysts organizing communities of analysts to build visualizations for nonprofits, new mom fitness coaches who help new moms live an active and healthy lifestyle and lose that fat that they have after the baby so that if you want to cut sugar, do good with your analytic skills or lose weight as a new mom, you know who to go to because they've branded themselves in that way and they share that message with the world. Their personal brand speaks to that certain audience, offers them a solution in a way to get from point A to point B and also speaks it in a personality and story that is so unique to that brand. Today, a personal brand can help you find consulting and speaking gigs or even just your next job. Actually, it helps all these opportunities find you as well because you are sharing your message out to the world. And this in particular has been super powerful to me. Actually, all of these four have been super, super powerful to me because I've tried to be an entrepreneur, to think entrepreneurially, to use different skill sets across different teams within a company following through entrepreneurship. And now I help coach people to break into tech, work for organizations and to understand their own values so that they can feel valued. So that's under the entrepreneurship pillar. I've personally worked, traveled abroad. I have also interned abroad, but I really wanted to do that because I know that this is a skill set that I want to develop. I want to be a connector. I want to have an open network that involves a lot of people who don't know each other so that I can control the spread of information, so that I can be a connector, so that I can bring value to multiple places. And then finally, I'm starting to build this personal brand right now. And we'll talk about that really soon. But there you have it the four ways to grow your career entrepreneurship, entrepreneurship, working abroad, or building a personal brand. Of course, you may think that there are more ways to stir up your career, like getting a new job, perhaps in a different industry, but I would consider that under the bucket of entrepreneurship, which is anything under succeeding within the bounds of working for an organization. Let's go back to personal brand. So building a personal brand leads me to a second framework for moving ahead in your career. Consider your career like a marketing framework. I think that creating a marketing strategy around a product or brand is the same thing as doing it for yourself. In both cases, you're launching a product, sometimes it's you, deciding which features to build, choosing a race lane, and figuring how to iterate for this product to perform its best. In your case, your product is you. You choose which attributes you want to work on which track you want to go down in your career, how to iterate on your choices to build the best version of you, and what things are so core to you that never change despite the iterations. In marketing, there are three main core concepts, positioning, brand, and distribution. Of course, I'm not a marketer. Maybe there's more concepts, but let's just focus on these three, positioning, brand, and distribution. How do we apply these concepts on ourselves in our own Career. Firstly, what is considered positioning? Great positioning is when you are at the peak of this mountain of skill. So compared to everyone else, you are on the peak of the mountain. The concept of positioning originated from understanding the competitive landscape and setting yourself up through positioning to beat out your competitors by owning a specific niche, which is your position. I'll give you an example. In consumer goods, Coca-Cola is the king of beverages. It strategically associates itself with bringing people happiness, and then happiness becomes its defining characteristics. So for you, in terms of your career, what are your labels and defining characteristics? Labels and characteristics are plural. It's almost not possible to be the best in the world at one specific thing. It's like niching, right? So you don't need to be the best fitness coach or even the fitness coach for moms. You need to be the best fitness coach for working moms. That's three levels deep. You don't need to be the best in the world at anything. You need to be the best in the world at three different things combined if you're a working mom hoping to lose weight will you hire a generic fitness coach or one whose branding perfectly speaks to you are you at the peak of the mountain the best of the best in these three different areas combined are there other people who do better than you in this these areas that other people can think of if there is then you are not king of that mountain perhaps you are still at the bottom of the mountain furthermore Like I mentioned before, as you build your personal brand, you need to think about what your brand represents. Why should someone trust you? You can try to push out amazing messaging all that you want, but if you are just a bubble with nothing on the inside, if someone interacts with you and your abilities only to realize you cannot Walk your talk, your brand bubble will burst. So, if your brand does not represent you and your core abilities, it is not a brand. It is just some misleading packaging. Your brand credibility will take iteration and time to truly sink in. So, don't be afraid to try on different packagings until it does feel core to you and it starts to represent you. And that's when it truly becomes your brand. Finally, there's distribution. Distribution is the channel in which you can find people and people can find you. Once you establish your own distribution territory, such as a community of followers, distance and friction will be reduced regardless of whether someone is trying to find someone like you or you are trying to connect with other people. The joint power of the right positioning, brand and distribution is the true way to apply marketing concepts into your career. Take for example, Some of you may have heard of Sogal Ventures. It's a female-led millennial venture capital firm. And the founder is Pocket Sun. Pocket combines the three labels of female, investing, and Asia-America expertise, cross-border expertise. And with all these three words combined, she is the epitome and the peak of this positioning. Every time I think of these three terms, female, Asia-America cross-border expertise, and investing, I would think of her. I don't think of her whenever I think of female. Maybe I'll think of Sheryl Sandberg. I don't think of her her directly when I I only think of Asia, America, cross-border expertise. Maybe I think of Jack Ma. Or when I think of investing, I'll probably think of Warren Buffett. But with all those threes combined, I definitely think of Pocket as one of the first to third people that pop into my head. So she has been in this field for a long time, building credibility in the industry. I would trust her because she's been verified by the industry. When someone like her reaches out to someone, possibly me, she has never reached out to me, but say that she does, I would definitely be open to connecting with her, Help introduce her to people and connect her with resources because she has her own personal brand that speaks volumes on what she has done and a lot of proof of work to show that she is the best. She can find whatever resources she is looking for because she also has her Sogal community and distribution channel through there. So what are the benefits of using this career marketing positioning framework? I have three benefits for you. There's a lot more, but I'll just talk about three today. Number one, it helps you remove yourself from the narrow environment of a single organization and think broader about the global talent market. When you're in an organization for a long time, it becomes really easy to be narrow-minded. I've personally experienced it. I'm always thinking about how can I do better than the guy next to me? How do I make my boss happy? Because you are trapped in a box, the box being the company, you tend to only see what's within the box and not beyond it, becoming a tiny piece at the bottom of this one box. But when you start viewing yourself with the lens of self-positioning and being the best at this specific area with three different characteristics or labels, you stop comparing yourself with the peers within your company and start comparing yourself with the peers around you in the entire world. When I was at Wish, I secretly used to compare myself with other people in sales. It was really easy to do that in sales and to see who was doing well because the GMV charts were right there. But something like that really has no purpose because I should be comparing myself with the top salespeople in the entire world. Or When I was a competitive figure skater, I used to compare my progress and abilities with the girls in my club. But once I got to be one of the top skaters at my skating club, where was there to go? I stop progressing as fast. I should have set my eyes on the top skaters in the world, or at least in the country. If you benchmark, if your benchmark of what is the best is set wrong, as in only from what you can see and what's around you, that will really slow down your career growth. When you join a different company, stop trying to compete with others inside the company. Instead, focus on what you're there to learn. What skills will level you up in the global talent market? When you start thinking about competing in this global talent marketplace and the skills that you need to learn, you can't only look at the present. You have to think that in the next 20 to 40 years, the more unique your experience is, the more rare and scarce your talent is the more you can't be replaced and that's why going global building your own personal brand having both entrepreneurial and entrepreneurial experiences combines you into this one niche of people that hopefully makes you so unique and so irreplaceable that you will be able to generate a lot of wealth from that a simple example here is a friend of mine who was offered a position at P&G and Unilever's Global Rotation Program. When she was making her decision, a mentor told her, would you rather be one out of 300 at P&G because P&G recruited 300 new grads for that position, or one out of 10 at Unilever because Unilever only hired 10 into this program? She chose Unilever because she would rather be one out of 10 over one out of 300 similarly how many people are now having the exact same experiences that you are having and how do you stand out i'm not going to lie i quit my job in december of 2018 to go into this gap year and travel around the world because i wanted to find how to gain a more unique experience where else i can contribute my value and what did i want what stories do i want what skills and experiences do i want in my resume and experiences that I can talk about later on. And even just by doing that, so many people were willing to meet with me and jobs were pretty much created for me when I was traveling around and meeting people because no one has ever heard of anyone else doing such a thing. No one has heard of someone taking a self-designed sabbatical or gap year where I want to go pursue and learn from leaders all around the world. People were really, really open to meeting with me. So once you step outside the box of your job responsibilities at a single company or even your role as a whole inside your industry, you start seeing all the other areas that you can improve in to start standing out on a global scale. The second benefit is that it really helps you become proactive in increasing your own value. In one of my favorite books, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, the first habit is to be proactive. What does it mean to be proactive in terms of your career? It means not complaining that the boss doesn't reward you or value you, that you didn't get an opportunity, that's why you're not getting promoted. Instead, it means to pave your own path using your own abilities. For example, when I finished university, I knew I wanted Silicon Valley to be a part of my positioning. Instead of following my peers to Bay Street in Toronto or Wall Street, I made the move to pave my own path in getting a job straight out of school in the tech industry as a non-technical. Because I understood my own brand and positioning or the one that I wanted, I took the headspace to think about what I really wanted to do and what it would take to achieve that market positioning. And then I went and did it. For those who never think about how they want to position in this world, it's really easy to passively go along with what is given to you. Your positioning isn't really set. When you are looking for your next job, when you feel stuck in where you are right now and are looking for ways to grow, a good way to think about that is, okay, Now, how do I keep refining my positioning? Your entire career is really about refining your positioning. It doesn't have to be going further and further niche. Perhaps you can get rid of a label and choose a new one. Before I went abroad, no one considered a global skill set to be one of my labels. I now interview leaders all around the world and I'm very well connected all over the place. In fact, on LinkedIn, a friend that I met in Singapore mentioned that, you know, you should host a Singapore get-together of your entire network in Singapore the next time you come. And I'm like, wow, like I've only been in Singapore for like 2 weeks ever, but I started to connect with these people online and discuss very deep topics and very interesting things and a lot of this I'll share more on the podcast, but Before all that, I was just purely Canada, Silicon Valley, but now I've expanded that, so I'll probably get rid of just the pure label Silicon Valley. So you're forever refining that positioning. On this job search journey, you can definitely be creative as you choose where to go in this career. That's what I mean by job search. It's not only job boards and introductions that you can find channels to access a job that others may not think of. This is something I teach my break into tech intensive students, for example, joining private communities and networking with the group inside. I hugely benefited from women of color in tech, where as a new grad, I was able to connect with a VP at Stripe. So that is huge, right? Like why would a VP at Stripe talk to me? (laughs) And I was not very good at networking back then. I just happened to be part of this community. And even when I got my first job in SF, it was cold emailing a company and aligning my brand with theirs, how they want to give loans to those underserved by the finance sector based on who's willing to vouch for them. I told them I don't have the credit score, quote unquote, or work experience for this job, but I have these people to vouch for Me. Being creative really pays off. And what I mean by that is if you know how to be proactive, if you know your own positioning, you have the ability to get really creative and start thinking outside the box speaking of communities this leads to my third point and final point of the benefits you can have when you apply marketing concepts on your own personal brand if you're able to build this personal brand for yourself and decide to work on distribution of your message you have the opportunity to build out your own brand's traffic pool this is your own following on linkedin your own community anywhere where you share your expertise and knowledge. So this can be hosted on LinkedIn, that's what I mean by anywhere. It can also be on Facebook, it can also be on WeChat, it can be through your email newsletter, but I highly recommend you let your followers interact with each other. But as soon as you have established yourself and are recognized by people beyond your boss that you are amazing and that you are skilled, or those that are determining your promotion, then you can think beyond the career ladder within a company as well. I've been trying to apply these two frameworks in my own life. And you'll be hearing a lot more from me about being the CEO of your own personal brand and marketing yourself so that you can set yourself up in the best ways for your career growth, no matter in which way, entrepreneurship, entrepreneurship, working abroad, or personal branding. And a lot more about applying marketing, so positioning, brand, and distribution as well into your own career strategy for up-leveling your own career. And this has also been a very long podcast. I have I say this every single solo episode. I just have a lot to say, so I love to hear what your major takeaways are from this very very dense episode. And let me know if I did help you in any way. So please do message me at ivxvine on Instagram or ivxu on LinkedIn, or even better, join my community at non-technically speaking.com. I am very soon building a community around this. I have a lot of subscribers now, so I am really ready to have you guys start to intermingle, meet like-minded people. So with all that said, if you're feeling extra kind, leave me a review on Apple. But with all that, see you guys in the next episode.